Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Horsemanship Remark Show. I need to know if everybody can hear me. Here's Michael. We're making it here. And make sure that you can hear Michael also. We're testing new microphones. So check this out. We left the stars on. Can we turn those up? Yeah, here we go. No. Dang it. Okay. All right. So here we are. And I don't have to add you this morning. That's pretty sweet. So not very many of you guys are going to be awake this morning, which is okay. And we're a few minutes late because, you guys, I plugged my light in for a few minutes to test it. It started on fire. The little transformer. Oh my gosh! I I came down, you know, to get to get rolling, and it was smoking on fire. So, actually, we didn't burn the house down. That would have been really bad. We would have probably had to skip the show in order to organize that. So let's see. We got to find out. Hold on. I'm going to switch to. Um, oh, I get to see the comments this morning. Yeah, you do. You do. So let's check this out here see the live you guys we need you to um say if no we need you to say if you can hear us that's so stephanie oh my gosh i can't wait lynn hi good morning susan i'm so excited to see you can you guys hear us i susan can you hear us michael say something can you hear me okay imagine if you can hear emma you can hear Mm -hmm. me yeah are we are we both on the camera okay so Welcome to the Horsemanship Remark Show, everybody. Here River we are. Falls Edition. River Falls Edition. Fireside chat. We do have a fire, yes, but <laughs> we're facing the window. It's so beautiful here. I love it. This house, from a realtor's perspective, so much um, natural light. It's two floors of windows. That's what we're looking at. Really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. Well, Michael Sparling. What's on your mind? I don't know. Seems like we always start that way. I think you're going to be talking more than me today, so what's on your mind? Well, a couple things are on my mind. First of all, I'm so excited to see everybody today. Seriously, you guys, because this is our third year and the best weather. This is the kind of weather I would prefer. So year one, it was minus six degrees. Last year, it wasn't that cold, but... um, it was very, very snowy. snowy. Yeah, very snowy yeah. and ice. So, like, getting out of the car with the suitcase and just walking without... A light jacket. <laughs> yeah, and without Pretty feeling like you're going to fall. That was kind of nice. Um, so, anyway, it's exciting to be here. This is year three, which means that a bunch, almost all of you guys, have, you know, ridden with me. This will be our third year. And I feel so grateful to be able to build... I was just going to say building is definitely happening because, well, not just communicate or uh, shared language and shared experience horsemanship-wise in the arena, but a lot of you that have listened for two, three years, like there's going to be more auditors today, more community. Um, Last year, the folks from Canada are down their back again this year, but I have had numerous people that watch the show they said when when is it when are we coming are, we'll be there so so it's going to be super exciting um for me of course to meet all the people that i haven't met yet and um, chelsea i can't wait to see your horse because you know it's harder to assess things a little bit from a distance not impossible i neglected to share the video with her it's been too much going but we get to see her live today yeah, which is in perfect. person. And you know, I was thinking the there's in a, I have another project, you guys, that I'm taking on that you are all gonna love. I think Michael knows what it is. I'm not gonna tell I, you guys. I think you'll love it. Yeah, it's a pretty cool idea. And I'm just not gonna tell you because what if I can't pull it off? So if you heard it's me a say, small what if, but. Given your track record on pulling things off, I think it'll happen. <laughs> I hope so. And and so I was thinking about that quote from the video we were talking about this morning, the Rise and Shine video. The, one of the quotes is, the easy way will always be there waiting to sweep you away. 
the easy way will always be there waiting to swoop you away. So why not do hard things? Why not? <laughs> why not do a lot of hard things at once? Let me tell you this, you guys, about the project. I told Lydia about it yesterday, and she goes, <laughs> oh, Her eyeballs oh, get really big. No. Her facial expressions, though, huh? <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my Lord. So, um, anyway, so that made me think of evaluating horses, if that gives you a hint. And I don't even like the word evaluate. Because it implies judgment to some degree. And the reason this relates is because I, you know, we're going to look at your horses today and see where you're at, which you have to do in order to build, right? You have Assess to assess a starting point. Yeah. That's a better way to say it. That's, that's a way better way to say it. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and sometimes there's stress with people you know, as like wondering, like, am I good enough or have I made enough progress or um, am I am I where I should, you know, there's a lot of angst a lot of times in, in terms of the people, but just so you guys know, like, it really doesn't matter. And yet, we still need to figure out where we're starting from mm -hmm. so that we can build. Yeah. And the confidence, I am so confident that we can build, and that's the exciting part. So, I think, too, year, to year after year, the confidence, or not the confidence, the feedback that you are making steady progress. I know the, the folks that um, are down from up north, they get... They're here regularly, but I haven't seen them for a few months, and this is their slow time of year, given the snow. But just to affirm, yes, progress is being made, and because um, sometimes the day-to-day, -day you don't feel it, you don't see it as much, but you popping in every year That's and going, hey, that looks looking good. You've been, doing, you've been working at it, and it shows. And it's so. inevitable. I was thinking about that, too. 90% of this, well, at least a huge percent of it, is showing, showing up. up. Yeah. Showing up, doing your best, which I was thinking about the days where we just... And, and the proof of that is I showed up for a lot of years doing my best. My best was really crummy, but I made a heck of a lot of progress even in the mucky mess of it and... Um, <laughs> I'll say with motivations being less than ideal and less than truly feeling of and for the horse, um, even though that's kind of what I was doing, I was in the way of that. Um, and that's less so now. And, uh, and yet, over all those years, I was making a lot of progress. Like, and in getting where I am not being safe, not not being not being not safe, like physically safe, but not playing it safe in terms of okay, I gotta like not push the envelope here, not rush things, not need to be careful with my horse and don't wanna make mistakes. Like that was not part of my last fifteen years or whatever. I was going for it. I was willing to get in there, get dirty, make make a little bit of a mess in trying to learn things. Um, which, in hindsight, you know, maybe the best, maybe not, but I laid, made a lot of progress even when it was messy, just from showing up, just from trying, just from experimenting, just from working. And um, now, with a little bit of growth in terms of my kind of mental space and um, softening how I'm moving forward, I have all that behind me. So that's a long way of saying, like, just showing up and keeping after it is going to get you somewhere. And we can see that, of course, in the Horsemanship Challenge, which, by the way, is a genius 
You're a genius. That's not okay to say. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, it's. It was Beth's idea, right? Right. Right. Beth, you're a genius. Uh-huh. It's. <laughs> it, it, it works. That, yeah. That's the whole thing. And I was thinking about that in regards to all the other horses that I didn't choose for the challenge. Like, and thinking, oh, what, what can I accomplish? Because I have so many in my string. And thinking, okay, well, if I can just do the 40 hours and the 30 rides, I know for sure that I will make progress. Mm-hmm. Side note, I feel like that's flickering, which must mean that the current is sketchy here. Do we want to plug that extension yeah. cord into a different outlet? I don't think it's the. Oh, yeah, my Yeah, because yours flickering. So I feel like we don't want Good. We don't want to start any more fires. Burn anything down. And it, the flickering. Can you guys see the flickering? I'm sure they can. I'm more worried. We can always turn that one off if we oh, need to. Right. But, but. Well, because, yeah, yours isn't flickering. Pull, pulling less juice. All the live things, you guys. I just don't want to. Just turn it off. Burn the house down. How, how do we do that? Well, we're right here. Fire starts. We'll be able to stop it. Oh, there we go. Okay, so let's. Uh, that's better. Seems safer. I was going to say something. <laughs> oh! Uh, you guys will have to. Emma will post it. I'm promising a reel. Or it doesn't have to be a reel. A photo of all of our tracking sheets from the challenge. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Everyone's using their different color schemes. Uh, we probably have. Maybe 18 different folks tracking their hours and rides on their horse. Um, some people are well beyond the 30 hours and or 30 rides and 40 hours, and some people are getting close. Um, so I think you'll enjoy. I always. That. It's pretty cool. Do and 18 is probably double what was on the wall last year. Yeah, 18 might be more than that. I think there's three across, five rows of a couple at the bottom. Pretty so. cool. Pretty. And some people aren't, they don't have it tracked on the chart. So mm-hmm. those are the ones that are, yeah. that like coloring. Yes, right? I do too, because I like to see the progress. Yeah. And so I have this, this like, oh my, buffet by the, by the um, treadmill. And I literally have like six of them laid out. Novella is my official challenge horse. I'm like six laid out so I can see where I am with all the horses. And the reason that I'm referring to this regarding all the rest of the horses in my string is because... The genius of the challenge. (laughs) We won't let you live that one down, don't worry. Jeez, that's so bad. Please, let's just... What's the... Wayne's World? Think about Wayne's World was the original vlogging. Remember when they used to sit? You guys that don't know what mm, Wayne's World yeah. is, look I, it up. That's pretty funny, yeah. That is funny. Oh, my gosh. So here's my thing. Okay, yes, we need to assess where we are and what the plan is. Let's say for the year. It would be really cool if we only had to do six months at a time. here. But oh yeah. let's say for the year. Okay, so here's where we are. These are the pieces that are are next, you know, and this is how we get there. So that is important. But also knowing that you can dip into that, like, okay, this is my plan. And then also relax in the sense that, like, okay, we're just shooting for 40 hours. That is what we're shooting for and 30 rides. That's it. And my favorite thing about the 30 rides is that the how we define a ride is one foot on either side of your horse and your butt in the saddle. Or, you know, on your horse, your butt on, on the horse. The only, Facing forward. I never did. I never did uh, uh, specify I, that. I, I threw Lydia on my horse backwards the other day. She, I would... I mean, I would say it counts. However, just so you know, because there are a few people that did not realize this, you have to unsaddle your horse and have two hours in between to count the next ride. Anyway, what I like about that is even if it takes you your whole session to get your horse safe to get on, then you could just be like, okay, now I'm sitting on my horse, check. And I'm getting off. Well, and, and I know Beth, who was kind of one of the 
you know, your and her conversations um, were the kind of spearhead or the impetus for the challenge. Um, she's great at, I've got 15 minutes. I'm going to get out my horse, get on. It's dark out already. I'm going to get a ride in, you know, especially this time of year. And so the 30 rides will get you out for those short rides too and be like, might be a short one, but I'm going to go ride in today. And there's, you know, again, just showing up, that's valuable. Uh, even if you don't feel like you're accomplishing a lot, that time spent. So, like, yeah, I think what you started saying is the showing up during those six months or that year, trusting that I've got the year, trusting. is going to get me somewhere, even, even if I'm not making great progress every ride and um, yeah. just getting the rides in kind of having a plan is good yeah but almost don't worry about assessing the plan like or or making that a priority make showing up a priority <laughs> doing something yeah. that's the priority yeah if you can i don't and know have, and having fun and having fun. Talk yeah. about what Which we're will be about more fun. It's right there. That's the, yeah. It's more fun, of course, the less stress <laughs> there is. And I always think about that when I'm ready to put on the microphone and start helping you guys. Coaching is the very first thing that I think about doing is, is removing stress. Which, of course, is why it's super fun to, um, except for I don't want to fry my. I was going to say, yeah. I don't. We're, we're just plugging more in now. Yeah, I'm just looking for my iPad. The, removing the stress of making progress. And, and this is the thing. I would say the fact that we're stressed um, proves that we care. So that's good because our horses and our horsemanship a lot of times are one of the most important things. That we're, you know, the, the things that we care about the most. So we shouldn't feel so bad. Caring, showing up, um, don't care too much. I think that's. What, I was thinking about that this that's morning. That's what I did Work for hard, but you know, not too hard. ten, however many years, ten, twelve years. You unplug that. It's gonna unplug our light. Oh, you already turned that light off. Yeah. So, showing up, being there for your horse, um, just putting in the time, having fun. Um, is yeah. more important than, than trying to make progress, straining. I think that's that's the word I've used in the past, and I think that's probably the best one. For what I did for a lot of a lot of time, a lot of years. And it's in earnest, mm -hmm. right? It's it's in earnest. It's like I want to do a good job. I want to work hard at that. You know, I I care that that is part of it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the balance between caring yeah and letting go of course caring softly <laughs> caring softly yeah so julie the other day julio um said the the target for her ride is that scarlet has fun that scarlet enjoys it that scarlet feels good at the end of the ride and progress or no progress whether she's know feeling great about the ride that's her um, that's her goal and um, you know super amount of progress just with that as the goal and of course she's got a plan she knows the program she's doing things in order systematically building all you know starting at the bottom of the list working up all that, um, but not getting so wrapped up in the list that you lose perspective on you know, enjoying it. I can't believe I'm saying this. You know how many years I said yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, mm, you know, grouchy. But here's the thing <laughs> about Michael. Like, he is proof that one can relax into the process. And like you said, make progress even when... Mm -hmm. You're working from a 
slightly less than ideal position yeah. just by wanting it and trying. Just don't don't try too hard. I can't wait to to see his horse today. <clears throat> because last year it was a big change in in the horses in terms of how let down they were. So mm -hmm. it's going to be really fun a, a year, you know, on, on top of it. I was thinking about the formula of working hard but not too hard, being earnest but relaxed. <laughs> and I was thinking about watching, I was watching some video back of me, and <laughs> one could think it's a bit over the top how much I appreciate the horses, how much I love the horses, how cute I think they are, so beautiful, like all, all of the things. It is over the top. You guys, is Stand it really around. over the top, or is it just it's, at it's, the uh, top? It's is it at, at the, top. the top? It's it's very overt. <laughs> well, of course. But I I think to a degree, the overtness is <laughs> emphasizing the importance. Okay, this is, that's a good point. No, I I don't want to dwell. I, on, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say. It's sincere. Yes, I was going to say that too. Yes, I'm not. It's, making, a, it's sincere, but it is. Uh, yeah. Maybe I should hide it more. Is no, it, I'm. But I'm I mean, I that. think of that. I, I no. think of that when when I do. I, I'm. I guess. It's not necess, It doesn't necessarily need to be so overt. For everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. What I'm that wondering. is an excellent yeah. point. That is an excellent point. Say it again. It, it doesn't need to be as overtly external and over the top slash right near the top as it is. Uh, as it comes point. out of you, as, it's exp as it, you express it, everyone's going to express it a little different, differently. But, oh, my gosh, in the last week, well, certainly since the folks from up north came, I'm like, and I talked about, I think, last week, um, the Andalusian Lusitano Wren, who you'll get to see, obviously, um, just how much it took to get her zoned in on me and how much, if I didn't mark that, if I didn't recognize that, not, oh, horsey, and like, all excited like that, but just truly going, this is the, this is the thing that's going to, Take us forward. Um, That's a good way to say it. And have the uh, the reason I say take us forward is if there is not truly something special that happens between you and the horse in the rectangle, overtly visible to everyone else or not, there's not truly value in the rectangle. It's not just the absence of pressure. It's not just here you are. Um, I'm going to leave you the hell alone. It's something exchanged. And outside of... Shut up. Knock it off. You're so smug. Why do I even... <laughs> you're discouraging me from opening my mouth. I'm sorry. I'm trying to hide it. Okay, hold on. I will be uh, suspicious of your... Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm done talking. I should learn that. I've been emphasizing it, like it's been emphasized to well, me for many years. But honestly, this... Growth can happen. True, but that. But additionally, what you were emphasizing is being aware, or at least this is what I heard, which is so exciting, but just being aware that that is where the value lies, especially for the horse. Yeah. So back on the overt thing. Mm-hmm. Buck is the absolute freaking master of this. And it's not especially overt. That's a great it's very quiet. It's and it happens for like yeah, very cowboy. Very small moments all throughout the action. Riding on the ground, whatever. And you'll see kind of the quiet I know this is one of the things that really stood out to you when you first you know, saw Buck and watched him ride, is uh, just how much his horses liked him. 
and uh, I there's, went there. there's kind of an affection there, even if it isn't like you know vocalized a whole bunch, right? But what you you can't see, I can't see, you can't see. It's just between the person and the horse, even if it's just within the movements, if it's within the flow of things, going there, 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 little moments of encouragement and softening. He's doing it. That's, you know, at least I think he is. Right? And I think that's He why. gives it away in the moments where he sits there and scratches his horse. That's, I mean, you can see it yeah. if you are looking. But again, if you're looking, it's not overt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say I let it out, yes. <laughs> and which is, I don't know, maybe that's a bad strategy. I could hold it back or hide it more, which maybe I should because no. I think it could be off-putting. Well, I mean, I don't know, like hypothetically, but here, but here is what I would say. Faking it... Faking the the over the top part would be bad, or or faking the enthusiasm would be bad. Don't don't try to push it past what what is real. I think. Well, be very very careful that it doesn't tip into being in, insecure. Insincere. Yeah, insincere. Um. So, you know, some people are maybe put off or annoyed by the overtness. Oh, for but, sure. <laughs> um, Welcome to the haters. To, Hi, guys. <laughs> to, to me, um, I was probably annoyed by it at a point, he too. Was. So just, just, you know. Um, but it is a reminder, I don't know, for me. I think I've, I said it even a couple of years ago, like the almost the... You're, you probably don't like me saying it this way, but like the sing-songy way. Because it's like it. but the, annoying. <laughs> but <laughs> the, even. the cadence of flowing with the horse, and I know you don't do it necessarily, vocalize it with the horse, but when you're working with a horse and saying, there, that's better, it's looking good, and like encouraging the horse, encouraging... Um, there are times expressing what's the satisfaction with what you're seeing the -hmm. process of coming coming together it coming together being happy with the little steps I don't know that gives me a target well, maybe that's the value of being so over the top is it makes it obvious. I don't think people that's need exactly to be, yeah. I don't think people, I don't think it's required is all I'm saying. I don't think it's required to be as over the top as I am. And I could hide it. It's a little bit like you guys when, when you know, you have your cat or your dog and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. It's the same thing, right? Nobody knows. Most people don't want everyone else to hear when they're talking to their dog or, you know, their baby or something like it. Yeah. It annoys me that I have to, like, be, like, super excited for Sadie. Oh. Like, shouldn't, shouldn't just be like, you're a good dog, be enough. I know. But then the thing is, for all the years, remember when you had Liesl and you were always so excited about everything yeah. she did, his, his dog from before? And I was like, just be with your horses the way you are with her. Yeah, and I think with with Sadie, there's enough that annoys me. <laughs> Honestly. I'm, I'm halfway annoyed by her a good percentage of the time. Even though she's a great dog, she had, you know. I, I have a relationship I am o- I am with a person lucky. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Where um, this individual is annoyed with me half the time, and I'm always asking for reassurance. And when, when this person is pleased with me, it's like doling out drops of reassurance. <laughs> because half the time, they're annoyed with me. <laughs> That's bad. Oh, we so, could- so on, on Sadie, this is like I'm... Um, Becoming aware of this as we're talking about it. Um, 
So a couple months ago, I had a window where uh, I had a little extra time. I'm prioritizing getting this dog to do some or not do some of the things that annoy me. Um, and I just spent a lot of time focusing on her and being a little bit more overt. But as I'm thinking about it, it wasn't the overtness that needed to happen. It was the enthusiasm, even if it was internal. It was the attention that was kind of appreciating and delighting in her and encouraging her. It didn't necessarily need to be like, oh, good doggy, even though I do seem to feel like I have to get my voice higher for her, which does annoy me. Yeah, I think everyone's going to express it. Yeah. First of all, in different ways. This is part of why I think it's really helpful to have a horse that inspires you. Mm -hmm. That really helps a lot. Right? Mm -hmm. It helps when you hit the plateau. Genuinely appreciate. But also. Or who they are. Yeah, and even just like looking at the horse and being like, you're so beautiful. Or, you know gosh, you're good looking, or, or I love the way you move, or that little cute thing you do with your, whatever, that will help create some sort of enthusiasm. And the same way with a person, you know, I think you're so handsome, or I think you're so funny, or, you know, whatever. Okay, but this is what I was thinking about this morning in regards to feeling comfortable to be over the top on, in public. It's because I have the nuts and bolts to back it up. I'm saying I have them all. However, when I watch the video back and am excited for a new individual, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're so cute. This is awesome. Meanwhile, new individual being new horse. <laughs> And, or sometimes person. Yeah, but I was thinking for sure of a horse. And and yet, just being for sure that I don't have to only rely on that. So understanding the technical curriculum, the technical ways to show our horse, to communicate, right? To only rely on either part of it. Yes, that's correct, exactly. Exactly. Only rely on the love and appreciation and scratches and It will not joy, work. But also mm -hmm. missing that part and over-relying on the technical aspects. And... That's right. That's right. And for those of us who are wanting to let it out in terms of the appreciation and the love, uh, are very relieved when it's like, mm-hmm, but also, I could probably corner horse with the best of them. So. <laughs> There's that. Especially relative to your height. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just saying that, that it buys freedom. Mm -hmm. It buys freedom and, of course, it buys results as well. So when I'm thinking of you guys this, this week, it's like I feel pretty confident that I come with the technical pieces and I'm so excited to feel confident that I'm not going to have to convince anyone that they might want to appreciate their horse. <laughs> so what that does is... Although if she does have to convince you, she's willing to do it for several years. Yeah, and what's interesting is that's because, of course, from the outside, I see it's changing. And you know the value of it. Yeah, and like if you were a terrible person, I would worry more if it was ever going to come out, you know. But I know that you're a good person and a loving person and a um, optimistic person. Not all the time, but you know, you have that as, mm -hmm. as, as part of your character. And so why shouldn't that be able to be And also, another thing I would do for you guys, or for you, Michael, is that you would be like, oh, this all sucks. And I'd be like, this is obviously progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. And that's, that's and where seeing it a year on, you can say, 
there is obvious progress here when often we see the target out there ahead of us and you're always feeling whether it be your horsemanship generally or progress with your horse like it feels like i'm plateaued or my horse is you know still hung up on this but there's progress i actually even said it <laughs> the other day i'm like ah oh, man you know this or this about rooster and mike's like yeah but last year his head was on sideways literally and figuratively yeah you're right he doesn't do this as much anymore <laughs> i mean like last year he like his ticks were very I don't know if ticks is the right word, but they were pretty extreme. And like I said a couple of weeks ago, even tied to the wall, he would just like turn his head sideways and open his mouth and start chewing on the rope and like just stretch everything out. And he does that so much less now, occasionally. Um, so I mean, stupid, simple stuff like that. Which it's isn't like, stupid at all. You know, of which isn't stupid, but like I really haven't done anything to change that outside of. To a degree, just spending time with him and doing what I do. Um, there was nothing mechanical that made that go away as much as just letting it go away. And Except whatever else you can say about it, that's progress. For sure. I would just add that, that the things that you do... Yes. ...do... Cause it to persist or cause it to diminish... But what I'm saying is I didn't work on trying to get him to not do that. I kind of just, to a degree, this is where he is. This is what he needs to do, but it will will kind of take care of itself. I'm not going to obsess over it, which is a good reminder because there are things that I want to obsess over now. But I, I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of just being like, well, you know, whatever. You, know, yeah. you you need to still feel that way or there's still that thing in there. I'm not going to get all wrapped up in that. I'm just going to keep doing what I know to do and encouraging you in a certain direction and offering a feel and appreciating you where you are, which, you know, having a horse that you have something, you know, there is a spark in you with definitely makes that easier. If I didn't like him, it would be a lot harder to put up with you. Weirdness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think it's funny because some, some people do say that I don't like this horse or, you know. That that does, I don't run into that very often personally, but. but I, you can get wrapped up in trying so hard and this, you know, I know from personal experience, trying so hard to make progress and running up against your ability to get it to happen probably because you're trying too hard and then get frustrated with yourself and therefore frustrated with the horse and the horse is going why do you hate me so much and you are kind of like ah oh, this horse is no fun anymore and you know it's all because of your mental attitude toward the progress your making or not making or feel you should be making or really trying to accomplish. I mean, like I said, how many years did I just try too hard and yet make progress? And yet make progress, both on the appreciation side, which was slower and, the, and less the obvious, side. but of course your technical skills. Were... You know what I just thought of too is who you chose to be around. Yeah. Let's just say, I mean, it was Buck Brandman, singularly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, was the example. And, yeah, and trusting what I saw, trusting, yeah, mostly that. But trusting also, what I saw because I'm like, it works, and it works freaking amazingly. I just need to continue trying to emulate that and figure out how to present myself to a horse in that manner. But also, what? Well, 
I was just thinking of the times where you'd get, let's say, in a cold start or you'd get in class and Buck does a good job. I mean, and this was like years ago. I'm, I'm thinking of like years ago, you know, a four-day class or whatever. And you just let him take you somewhere because he'd tell you different things. And so you got to trust the person if, they, if you're going to allow them to shape you like that. Yeah. There were definitely times where I'd ask a question and he'd give me an answer and I wouldn't like it, but I'd do it anyway. And then in the end, maybe not even that weekend, but weeks down the road, I'm, I'm un, you know, you understand. Okay, yeah, he was right, as a matter of fact, and that that is what I needed to do, and that is helping. Um, it just take my took my trusting it, sorting it out, going forward with it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it sounds stupid. It sounds like just, you know. I don't think it's well, stupid. I, no, but it it sounds like uh, a bit of I'm I'm just gonna trust blindly, but it's not trusting blindly because you've had results up to that point because you can see what he's getting. You can see what your friends are getting or other people that you don't know that you show up at a clinic in, you know, Tennessee where you've never been before and you see people that have been studying with Buck and getting such and such a result. So you know it works. So it's not blindly, but you are trusting quite a bit that um, this will work. I just need to keep after it and settle into it. And the settling into it part like, took me longer. Yeah. I w As you're talking, I'm just thinking about why jumping around to like tons of different coaches can be super damaging. Of course, there's lots of different reasons for that. Like if the curriculum doesn't all slot together, then you already have a problem. But there is a lot of mental and emotional energy that gets wasted by trying to make edits in what you're seeing, who you're following, um, who you're listening to as a coach. Thought wasn't fully formed. Keep going. So that's something I don't always think about, but thinking about you and being able to just relax into that. So the same thing when I when I would get around Buck in in the very beginning, you know, it's just like this relaxation of not having to make any edits. And so that's one component. Of course, I okay. I have the thought. Can you remember that? No, I finish your second. No, no, no. You so sketchy. When you begin to question because you're struggling with something and don't truly trust your teacher, like I was saying at those spots where he'd say, do this. That was not the I wanted a different answer, but going with it anyway. Um, and you get to questioning, will this really work? Is this legit? Um, will I ever get this? You know, there is the element of feeling the within yourself, okay, what's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and feeling, you know, looking, expecting any different results. But adjusting, whatever you got to adjust in there, not going, I, I must need to do something else, even though you see it right in front of you that it does work. I don't know. It, well, part of that is a lot of times in the beginning, a person will feel like they're doing the same thing over and over again, but they're really not. And that's well, what... they are doing pretty much the same thing over and over, but they're not adjusting their, their feel. They're not experimenting 
within yes. it. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like if, for instance, if, if I were to say do X, and, and then the person comes back to me a while later and is like, well, I'm doing the same thing, then if they're getting a better result, I can say, well, this is why these things are changing or this is why the overall picture hasn't changed or because sometimes the recipe is do the same thing thing in the sense that like this but hang in there well or but there's a million different qualities within that that make it different even though it seems like the same thing or yes absolutely or like because yesterday helping something else from up north is like What's changing is something that's been there all along. You're just noticing it more so now. And so it's it feels like, well, this, I'd never seen or heard this before. It's like you had, maybe it wasn't as overt, but I'm glad you're on to it now. And yes, it's, it's legit. It's a part of the thing. Mm-hmm. This yeah. and the self with well, the self awareness to make those adjustments that takes some some dialing in. And I was just thinking of you know coming back to like the mental. Well, I would let, let's just say the well, mental and emotional tax when you have to make so many edits when you're trying to watch a bunch of different people or get coaching from a bunch of different people. Um, There's a tax on that. So I was just thinking of like, you know, studying with Buck for this long and then meeting Gary Bailey and being for sure that that was the result that I wanted. So being able to, bye Lydia, being able to relax into just observing something and you know the way that Gary's a good example in the sense that the way that he does something is is pretty much the same like he's at he's at a place where he's he's making tiny little adjustments for the individual but he's not making massive technique changes right but for me to observe that I start to see the ingredients within the ingredient. And that's what I dream to be able to verbalize to you guys is because I can see the ingredients within the ingredients. I wonder how much more there is. It's like the men in black thing, right? Where the the world is in the marble and the, the table is full of marbles. And anyway... There's details within the details, right? But you cannot get to those if you, and I'm speaking for myself too. It sounds preachy, but I'm speaking for myself too. You have to relax beyond holding on to the big pieces. And yet, I think the reason that just putting in the time. Because the magic is in the details. Yeah. And Additionally, when we get to the ingredients within the ingredients, they are impossible to track intellectually. Which is why bad shit can get in your head by mistake, you know, depending on, depending on who you're around. So showing up and mucking around is a huge part of it just because it will inevitably enable some of the big pieces to become so recognizable or so, what am I trying to say, so normalized, then you don't necessarily see those things. And then we can, of course. How much riding around on a horse, um, now do I try to that I'm I'm going, God, how do I get this across? How do I get, there's so much I'm feeling and seeing and like I can't help you get this all right now. 
that I didn't feel three years ago. I didn't feel two years ago. I didn't feel a year ago. So, like, it wasn't like all of that, even though I say all the time, like, describe, put words to it so I know where to search, so I know what to feel for. God damn, I'm not even going to talk to you after this show. That's fine. Cover your smug look again. <laughs> Wipe it off your face. Like well, you I'm just saying, ago. but you didn't trust me. That This is the thing. You didn't trust me back I then. I kept so showing like, up. Yeah, That's true. Fuck you. <laughs> that's only um, because Buck was like, yeah, she's on to it. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was I saw. Oh, that's true. Your horses liked you. That's it's the same thing. Um, so as much as I was like, tell me what I should be feeling for, like, a lot of it, I just had to keep riding and keep yes. showing up and keep getting on and keep feeling for stuff. And the sum total is I could feel more and more and more and see more and more and more to the point where that now part it's is like, inevitable. how in the world do I communicate all this? Because I know it's so important and I know you can feel it. You keep showing up, you will feel it. You keep searching, it'll be there. Um, and I want so much to communicate it and help people find it. Um, and I know people want it. Yeah. You know, you and know. I, people are in earnest. Yeah. Um, but trusting the process of, you can't, can't do the whole thing all at once. Your brain, I was saying this the other day, your brain can only hold on to so much. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. like, you have all these things that mm -hmm. I've just made you aware of, that you've been aware of for a long time, but keep reserving. X percentage of your focus oh, yeah. to stay on that until it becomes a little bit more innate or a little bit more sure or natural or you know whatever kind of a given for you it, or not like a given and focus only on that but keep coming back to it like don't go I have these five things which there's usually far more than five but I have these five things and this one and this one are really important. That continues to be emphasized to me, and I can tell that's important for me and my horse. Don't get caught on the other, spending so much time on the other three or the 15 new things that's, that are now in your awareness and forget those two that you know are important, but they're difficult, right? It's, it's a bit like having a staircase leading upwards, like maybe on the side of a mountain or something. And you really can only see a few, like five steps. You have an awareness that it's, that the staircase is going up for whatever reason, you, you, you know, other people have said, you know, the stairs are going here or whatever. But you still have to step those five steps. And yet, what if you thought those were the only steps? then you would behave differently. So it's that balance between the fundamental, the next fundamental block and an awareness that there are ingredients within the ingredients. Mm -hmm. Not easy, but kind of fun. What? <laughs> Who is it talking about? Oh, someone who I was like, they were describing what they're doing with their horse and, and a little bit wondering if it was good enough. I'm like, sounds like a fun project to me <laughs> because it does, right? And especially if you let go of like, <clears throat> you know, we're trying to get somewhere. Although to some degree that is true, and especially as we have more and more awareness of time going by, you know, but enjoying that kind of disoriented feeling, because, which is really tricky. Because at first, the dis and what I mean, I think by disorientation, because that's how <laughs> I feel when I don't know the next um, pieces or, you know, ending up with, with a horse that I'm not for sure, you know, how to sort things out. 
I know what to look for, you know, but I might, I just might not be sure. And there's a feeling of disorientation. I really remember this from a while ago. And that can be alarming. Like you might feel like, oh, I, I'm never going to get anywhere because I don't know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And that's where hooking on to someone you believe can shine the light. Yeah. Shine the light. You know the next steps go up the mountain, but you're kind of feeling like maybe there are slightly uneven steps. Some are bigger than others, and you're kind of putting your toe out there and feeling for the next step. How many pebbles are there? How uneven is the step? Because they're not all the same, but feeling around for what is this next step going to feel and look like? And be, you know, there's a trusting process there, trusting your teacher, trusting yourself, trusting your horse. Um, to just keep showing up. Mm-hmm. Trusting that the action will add, meaning that yeah. the just showing up will add up to results, which a lot of the people, like, I just think of such high-quality community that you have here. So many, uh, all, probably, have of you guys have had this exact same feeling in the rest of your lives. And you, I can tell clearly as you're with your horses that you do have that kind of grit, that kind of appreciation for nature, let's say, and awareness of other, of individuals. That, mm-hmm. That's a big one. So, side note, going through the airports, especially when I arrive at an airport, in hun- you know, in a crowd of hundreds of people that have all sorts of different agendas. Like, if you show up at a concert, let's say, and there's 50,000 people, they're all kind of focused on the same thing. But at the airport, just wandering through, it's pretty interesting how much louder the individuals are. Just because, I think, because of the horsemanship, dialing into awareness, awareness, awareness. So as people are, are walking by, the wash of... Um, louder energy or louder volume? Individuals. Volume, yeah. So, like, someone might be um, super joyful. Someone might be a little bit insecure. Someone might be optimistic. Someone might be bitter. Someone might be, like, seriously dangerous or... You know the super like, intense herring, yeah, like the mom who's who's got her bubble like out fifteen feet because her little clutch of people or you know kids are there or something like that. Just recognizing individuals within a crowd um, is definitely more noticeable to me. Wendy had a comment, so our buddy Wendy. I got Zorro and uh, Zorro from and Novella through, and it is hosting uh, my Medina, Texas clinics. Been a good friend for as long as almost as long as we've been friends, I think. Long time. So she is a equine gestalt coach, and so she said horses can feel when the human is congruent. You can sweet talk them all you want, and they won't connect. My work as a coach is based partly on this concept. Yeah. And I would say that obviously is a massive part of the value. That's where, you know, your horse is your mirror and, and you get to see Buck's quote or back, Buck's comment being, you know, they reflect yourself back to you. And then I would just say the practice of adjusting so that the horse will, if we adjust, then the horse will adjust, and then we can see that we're adjusting, as evidenced by our horse. Mm-hmm. Good or bad, I suppose. But, I mean, are we around people? I mean, Val, <laughs> so it, that's what you're doing, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have over the years, and then what you're seeing in Honey, sorry, Ripley, is your next level awareness, but next level of adjusting. Yeah. It's just a good example. I mean, there's many examples, but 
Mm-hmm. That's one I saw just yesterday. So, but the kind of the aura or the energy that people bring and that being so much of a part of it. I mean, <clears throat> I've mentioned for a while, but we're here and you'll see Michelle again at the clinic. I mean, Michelle is like the best at any and all of that. It, Michelle, oh, our Michelle. Yes, yeah. Michelle, I'm excited to see you. Yay. The horses and all the creatures, nature. Just yeah. Well, I was Is drawn to her. I, I like the example of Pip and Lil. So our off the track thoroughbred and probably everyone in the freaking horse world has seen the photo of her. You might not know it's Kip, but the photo of the gray horse laying in the sand with the guy in front of her holding her nose. Well, that's my Kip and, and Lil, <laughs> our thoroughbred. And that went viral many years ago and then sometimes does again. But at the time, and that was probably, I don't know, 18 years ago or something like that. It was a long time ago. I think it was 18 years ago, honestly. But it was a very um, pivotal, pivotal time for me because she would be, my horse would be fuzzed up and insecure and unhappy with me. I had I was trying really hard to all the things that I give Michael that time I was totally doing all of it. And and also speaking of not liking horses, like there was a time when she and I were co-workers and not really friends. And then we became friends over time. But anyway, my point is it was then he she would get around hip and she would completely change. Soft, relaxed, peaceful. So because it was a stark example, and we do see this at a buck clinic, of course, but it's it's a little bit different than being being around it for a long time and repeatedly back and forth, back and forth. It was a lot of data for, for me. And I don't even think I, Kip could maybe say if I was upset about it. I mean, joked around about being upset about it. But on the other hand, it was a clue. I would have been upset about it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I was in the sense that I felt bad for my horse if I was mm-hmm. obviously making her crazy. Yeah. But also it made me think okay this is possible and what it what the fact the fact that it highlighted was it can change there's nothing wrong with my horse mm-hmm. and i guess i didn't take it as there's something wrong with me like as soul but it's data I need to adjust. Uh-huh. There's something I could do differently to find that. I mean, I guess you could just think, well, I suck. I'm not good at this. I'm never going to do it. But that's not, it's not true. You can change if you want it. Are we back, you guys? It said it was trying to reconnect. We must be on Starlink here. Are we on Starlink? I don't think no? so. Oh, okay. So hopefully we're back. <clears throat> Um, Hopefully it didn't delete it all. <laughs> I know I don't think so. Meta has their um, their stuff together. That would be terrible. Oh, it is frozen on here. Are we back? Yikes! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we are back. Good. So yeah, that would be the Probably thing. Get going, yes, we do. We need to get going. Someone saddling horses for us. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So luxurious here. Just get to roll into the barn and talk to everybody and not be worried that I have to be walking away. Blah, blah, blah. I should, however, make sure all the ducks are in order. I think I got a good crew of folks. Someone could comment here. Get your ass down here. Ah, oh, and Patty says persistence pays off. Yeah, oh, for sure. That's always the case, right? So my point about the Lil and Kip thing is that 
it, it proved to me that an adjustment makes a change. It took me a while, just, just to be fair. It took me a while, a while. Maybe some of you guys could remind me how many, how long. I, I don't, I didn't, wasn't around many you enough to. years. I wasn't around you enough at that point, And I was probably too fraught in my own <laughs> spot to even notice the changes in you. And when you did change, I was probably pissed off. I would have been really pissed off if Emily was like, Kip. although she was, when we were out in California, all the horses would follow her. She'd walk through the, the pasture, like huge pasture, and she'd have the whole freaking herd following her around. <sighs> so my message to you guys that are down at the barn right now, A, I can't wait to see you, but B, relax, number one, because it will make everything so much easier. And the good part is none of you guys are unsafe on your horse. That's that's quite difficult to relax when you're like, I think I'm going to die. Um, but being able trust me, I will be able to help with the technical details. For sure. Otherwise, I'll give you your money back. <laughs> but I'm pretty confident. So don't worry about that. Uh, that's what I'm here for so that you can relax. Just let me guide you, and we'll see where we are. Yeah, this is the good part about having a coach, right, is you mm -hmm. can roll up and be like, kick back, tell me what to do. <laughs> I love that part. Yep. Yeah. So uh, what are you looking forward to? What are we doing with your horse? And what order is everybody going in? I don't know anything. Julie, Julie, Val, Joanne, Stephanie, Jean. Myself, Chelsea. Oh, okay. It's going to be fun. I'm so excited. Well, we really should wrap because I'm getting stressed. He's getting stressed out. I so want to make sure everything's good. Yep, yep. Ready to roll. So we will head down there. Because if, if it's not, you're going to get stressed. Yeah, we have got 48 minutes, so we're good. But we'll wrap it up for this week. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Good morning to those of you guys that are all just waking up on the West Coast. Oh my gosh, I'm up before everyone in the whole world. So let me tell you right now, by the time it is, you know, four o'clock in the morning, at the very least, it's seven o'clock in the morning in Cal or in, in, in Ocala. So I have somebody to talk to first thing in the morning. But like now, out here at four o'clock in the morning, only five o'clock in the morning. So like no one in the world is even up here. Well, in the U.S. So I am very glad to be chatting with all of you guys this morning. So thanks for being here. Thank you for hosting Michael Sparling. It's great to be here with you. We'll, Glad you're here. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thank you. We'll have more to report. And um, if you want to follow uh, Evolution of a Girl on Instagram, I will try to do stories as best I can. As best I can. Otherwise, I'm collecting. Watch for our <clears throat> horsemanship challenge board of everyone's progress. It's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll try to do that first thing. And then we'll see you guys next Thursday morning at 6.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 8.30 Central. Bye, everybody.